Okay, so you know how I said I was going to do affirmations? You know I lied. I mean, I'm going to do them, but I would... So I took a break. I'm recording this next day. I would just like to say that I forgot how rigorous this school was. And yesterday I was wondering how the fuck I got in. Um, thinking a lot about achievement and what that even means. And I look at like a white person looking at me and I try to guess what they're thinking. And it's always the worst things. Well, sometimes it's, I'm really pretty because like, why else would you be looking at me like that for so long? But, you know, our brains pick up on cues and then go through our perception depending on what we've just seen or what we're thinking about. You know, our lens, our lenses are always changing. Our lens is always changing. And so this white girl came in the bathroom yesterday and looked at me, I think, as I was walking out. And when I, I don't know if I turned to look at her. I don't know how I saw this, but I don't know how I thought of this, actually. I bring up seeing something because there's like a community flyer board outside the bathroom. Speaking of, I really need to like print out Roland's perspective flyers and put them everywhere. But see, I just don't allot time for those things. I don't have time to do it all. I'm one person. But I wonder, like, what about the people that have done it? Why am I not more like them? Oh, my God. This has not been a good week for me. Today has not been a good day. (sighs) But anyway, there's, like, this matriculate flyer on it. And just those words alone make me think of school. And I thought to myself after seeing that girl that she probably no 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 it was something about affirmative action I don't know I think it was in the bathroom I don't remember what it was it was in the bathroom but the point is I thought that she looked at me and thought how did that negro get in this school and it must have been affirmative action and she's not actually smart enough to be here now this girl could have been going through and infinity minus one things. And I chose that one. The The probability of me being right is so low. And yet, because it feels safe and familiar to think that way, to gain some sense of control over my reality, that's what I stick to. Like, why did I have that thought? That's not, that's not a, a supportive thought to have. Like, I can't believe I got in this school. I also see a lot more black people on campus. So I'm like, wow, they let a not they let a they let a, a lot of niggas in here. Wow, look at us. Blacking up the place. I wonder if it's making them uncomfortable, the predominantly white. Yes, I had a thought that was like, it's a PWI, but like, will it be like that forever? Cause it looks like things are changing. The population of the school is changing. And I've been wondering when I walk around on campus, like, who built this school? Not just who actually physically built it. I doubt it was white people, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. 
I just wonder, like, going farther back in Georgia, in this area in Georgia, my ancestors were here. farming against their will and building things and then they call us stupid hmm. so 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 much on my mind about that I don't even know where to begin I have so many ideas just about being black on a PWI that I wonder are even worth putting energy into but if I say no to myself that's the worst no I can get it is so I gotta say yes to myself man I used to feel uncomfortable around loud black people but I can't imagine how much they had to fight through to even allow themselves to be that loud like it's not about being loud it's about letting yourself be yourself and not giving a fuck about the comfort of the people around you. And it's not that you hate the people around you, it's that you love yourself a lot. And and that's that's the part of growing up and having everyone around me take shit personally that I just continue to fail to understand or accept. Niggas took shit personally. Me setting a boundary, niggas took that personally. It's not about me hating you. It's about me loving myself. Why couldn't you see that? Why did you make me feel bad for loving myself? Now I find it hard to do so. And I have to do it every single day. Because I have to go to class every single day. And every single day is a fucking struggle. And then I hear white people laugh. And all it does is make me upset. What the fuck are you laughing for? Why are you happy? <sighs> I know it's... Anyway, I found interest in this book. It's called The White Man's Burden, How the West's Efforts to Help the Rest of the World Have, have Failed So Horribly. And the book talks about two tragedies. One is that there's so much poverty in the world. Um, <sighs> United Kingdom Chancellor of the Exchequer, Lord Gordon Brown, is eloquent about one of the two tragedies of the tragedies of the world's poor. 
In January 2005, he gave a compassionate speech about the tragedy of extreme poverty afflicting billions of people with millions of children dying from easily preventable diseases. He called for a doubling of foreign aid, a Marshall Plan for the World's Poor, and an international financing facility, IFF, against which tens of billions more dollars toward future aid could be borrowed to rescue the poor today. He offered hope by pointing out how easy it is to do good. Medicine that would prevent half of all malaria deaths cost only 12 cents a dose. A bed net to prevent a child from getting malaria costs only $4. Preventing 5 million child deaths over the next 10 years would cost just $3 for each new mother. An aid program to give cash to families who put their children in school. Getting children like, there was an example um, girl in the book, like Amarech into elementary school would cost little. Gordon Brown was silent about the other tragedy of the world's poor, however. This is the tragedy in which the West spent $2.3 trillion on foreign aid over the last five decades and still had not managed to get 12-cent medicines to children to prevent half of all the malaria deaths. The West spent $2.3 trillion, still had not managed to get $4 bed nets to poor families. The West spent $2.3 trillion and still had not managed to get $3 to each new mother to prevent 5 million child deaths. The West spent $2.3 trillion and Amarech is still carrying firewood and not going to school. It's a tragedy that so much well-meaning compassion did not bring these results for needy people. Then the book goes on to talk about how easy it is to get Harry Potter to rich people. Um, it is heartbreaking that global society has evolved a highly efficient way to get entertainment to rich adults and children while it can't get 12-cent medicine to dying poor children. This book is about that second tragedy. Many fewer address the second tragedy. And it's a whole like 400 page book on this second tragedy. Like there must be so much nuance to this situation. We got economics in here government, to oligarchy, the revolution, they didn't want slaves reading. <laughs> I don't think I can ever get over that. Because they knew if they would read and have thoughts of their own because they're fucking people, they would have opportunities to not have to do this. It's literally abuse taking away options so that they have no other choice reminds me of financial abuse not letting your partner have any money of their own so they can't get out and we can call knowledge currency in this case i mean as if reaping the benefits of their hard work and giving them nothing wasn't financial abuse enough It's so sick that I find it hard to let myself be a person when there are people on this earth who are loud and wrong all the fucking time, just spouting absolute fucking nonsense in the world, all because they believe in themselves, all because they believe in their ideas.
I cannot express enough how hard it is to believe in myself. You wouldn't believe me. (laughs) I can't explain to you and express to you how desolate I feel when it comes to believing in myself. When you ask me how peace feels, how security feels, how abundant love feels, how gratitude feels, I can describe those in earnest. I can tell you what that feels like because I know what that feels like. Either I've cultivated it in myself or I've been blessed enough to have it around me. But you ask me what it feels like to believe in myself, I cannot give you an answer. I can't tell you anything because I don't know. I've been fighting for as long as I can, you know, at least as long as the start of my journey to believe in myself. And I don't feel any closer than I did before. So I think I have good ideas. That's not the same as believing in them, though. The fact that it's so hard pisses me off. The fact that it's a struggle to believe in my myself, my ideas, my worth, it irritates the living fuck out of me. It does. Because why? <laughs> why is it so hard? Why is it so easy for other people? And let's just exclude race for a second. Because there are people that are just born um, believing in themselves, period. Why is it so hard for me? Don't mind me, just bridging connections and whatnot. I don't even remember what I originally popped on here to talk about. Oh, right. I forgot how hard it was to go to this school. Um, I didn't go to class today. Um, Submitted my barely done homework. Didn't go to class. And... Instead of using the day to catch up on my work, I slept for a really long time. I slept for longer than I thought I would. I didn't even know I would go to sleep, but I fell asleep. It would be one thing if all I needed was time to do my work, but I need energy. And for some reason, for the last, like, week and a half, I just have not had it. I'm exhausted emotionally, mentally. Do you know how many applications I've had to fill out? I wanted to study abroad, but it's too fucking expensive, and Emory doesn't cover the costs in the summer. So, no, I will not know what it's like to go abroad in the summer. I won't know what it's like to be able to pay 
$11,000 out of pocket cost to go abroad in the fucking summer. No matter how badly I want to manifest it, it's not going to fucking happen. I could find hella scholarships, but that's a lot of work and I don't feel like doing it. But not all is lost. I can study abroad for the semester, which one might argue is even better, right? I could just work over the summer, study abroad um, for a semester or for a year. I could do a year, thinking maybe my senior year, something like that. I don't know. Still thinking about doing an interdisciplinary degree. So maybe I could do research overseas or some shit. I don't know. That sounds cool. But that option is just not even like at the forefront of my mind right now because of all of the essays and thinking and application process I have to go through. It's exhausting. I applied for like three scholarships for um, this summer abroad opportunity only to find out that I can't fucking go. So all of that energy wasted (laughs) I'm so fucking tired wow I would be lying if I said I was okay I'm not I'm trying really hard to be positive but it literally feels like I pressed pause on my experience two years ago and I'm pressing play and it's picking up from right where it left off And the same shit is happening. (sighs) It's so hard to stay present. Because I'm working towards a degree and I'm constantly aware of what I need to do to get this degree because I'm trying to remind myself and motivate myself for why I'm here. But all that does is remind me of how much fucking work I have left to do and how it's a lot. Every day. I don't think I can do this. (laughs) I don't think I can do this. get degrees trying to tell myself also easier said than done when I have been overachieving for my whole life I really thought that I could just like drop it not gonna be that easy why are people laughing outside my fucking window like why are you happy oh my god (laughs) Why are you happy when I'm sad? Why is the, why does the sun shine when I'm upset? Why does happy music play in my earphones when I put on a sad one? This is why I got to make a playlist to cry to. People do it all the time. I can't believe how how education is set up 
to make you lose yourself like this. I can't. I can't. Because I'm done asking myself if something's wrong with me. There isn't. And I still do ask. But the answer is no. How is this sustainable? How? Oh, my God. There has to be a way. There has to be a way. If I couldn't do it, if I wasn't equipped, I wouldn't have the opportunity, right? I'm so fucking tired of being black sometimes. Because it's, it's a, here, it's something that's constantly on my back. But sometimes you got to play the game because the opportunities that come with saying I graduated from Emory University are are a lot bigger, a lot broader. Or is that just how I'm thinking about it? I hate that so much. How much of my mind, like how much, how much does my mindset really have control over Who do I who do I want to appeal to by saying I graduated from this school? Why am I here? The people are really cool. I love the people. It's always been the people. It's always the people. That's always the answer. I cannot imagine my generation being anything like Fred Hampton. I can't imagine anybody me a bit included to like revolutionize they've they've done all they can to make that not a possibility the shows that we watch the music that we listen to what's allowed to circulate in the media it's dumbed us all down distracted us let us have a false sense of freedom What the fuck am I supposed to do? My wellness? I I don't know if I don't know if my wellness is enough anymore. I don't know. I don't know if my wellness is enough. Like taking care of my wellness and putting myself first. It's hard to accept that you are doing enough, that you are enough when you're enough is literally recorded and graded all around you. My enough for this assignment, it was a 72%. My enough for this class was a 63. How can I accept my enough when it's on a scale? It's always, it's like, it's like, this is what your enough should look like. No, 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 not your enough, your best. What, like, because your best is enough, right? This is what your best should look like, or this is what your best will look like on this scale from zero to 100, from um, F to A plus, or from D minus to A plus. 
instead of oh this is your that you did your best and this is what it happens to look like I'm heavy on that y'all know that if you know me if you've been listening you know I'm heavy on just creating instead of analyzing first and then going oh so this is what it looks like cool not trying to predict the outcome and and force a certain outcome and then control your actions to produce that outcome but rather to act and then see what happens see what the outcome looks like is that a freedom that i cannot afford i wonder i wonder if that's the sacrifice i have to make because as much as i try to like shy away from it i'm not the only reason why i'm here as much as i would love to be like my life is just for me that's not true i have to graduate from my mom so that she can stop working she's been working all her goddamn life She's really the only person I can think of. But when I save my mom, basically, I save my grandma. If she's still alive by then, I save a whole bunch of other people in Africa. I'm her only hope. And that's a big burden to carry. And I don't know if it's fair to say no my life belongs to me and I have no responsibility to anyone else when does motivation become pressure somebody snapped from me now I just that was good (laughs) this is the worst week no it's not no it's not no it's not I've had worse weeks. Damn. I have lab homework due like 30 minutes ago. I have a podcast that I constantly think about how to monetize, but how that might take the joy out of it for me. Why? Why do I have to play by these rules? And I think I'm better than people who, you know, do when I choose not to. But those are the people who become successful. I don't know. Like, there's balance. There's balance. (sighs) To reach more people, I have to make my episodes shorter. Or is that a belief? I have to post more consistently on social media or is that a belief? Like, I don't know. Like my best is not that my best is not the standard. My best is not the tried and true fucking template for success. That's not what my best looks like. My best looks like 1.5 to two hour long (laughs) episodes posting on Instagram when I can remember because I'm one person 
I don't know, man. Let me go back to the job thing. I need a job because I want a car. And to get a car, I need money. Pretty straightforward. I um, I almost forced myself to go to class today, but my whole body was against it, just like how it is three months in a job. And then I wondered if I was entitled for not going to class because I listened to my body instead of pushed myself. I felt so bad. I felt guilty for not going because my mom would be like, oh, that's the devil. And you need to just pray so that you can go to class. And it's just so much more complicated than that. Or maybe she knows what the fuck she's talking about. Like, I don't know. I don't like discrediting my mom completely because I've caught myself doing that. Because subconsciously, um, I've learned that women don't really have much to say, which is not true. But I've noticed that I don't believe my mom when it comes to a lot of things. And she's right. She be right. But I just disregard her because she's a, a woman. Or maybe is it because she's my mom and we just somehow take moms for granted? I don't know. I do, it just, it mirrors exactly what my dad does. Like, he does not listen to her. He does not take what she says into consideration. He does not take what she says as meaningful. How can you feel like a person when you're surrounded by people who treat you like that? How? And if the basis for wellness is choice, what do you do when you have none? Like the whole, what de- what defines whether or not you acquire long lasting trauma is your ability to save yourself. If you're able to save yourself and take yourself out of a situation and go to a safer place, you are less likely to have impact from whatever happened before because you were able to run away. Now, if you're stuck somehow and your choice is removed, that, that not being able to save yourself thing, it fucks you up real bad. I've just been thinking about that. I don't know. I'm learning so much. And and my brain is growing, but it's also so overwhelming because I have not been in such a structured environment in two years. And I loved what I was doing. Like, at first, it was a fucking shit show. Like, I had no idea how to function. But I figured it out really, really, really slowly. 15 credits every semester for eight semesters is fucking overkill. How are you supposed to be well? How am I supposed to survive? How am I how am I supposed to thrive? That's the word. How do I thrive in this environment, y'all? I'm finding it very hard. Because thriving in this environment means not living up to the standard and I don't know how to handle that I feel like shit I feel 
entitled, which, depending on how you look at it, um, I feel worthless. But I know that's not true. That's just a thought. Maybe I shouldn't speak it out. I don't know. It's validating to say what I really think and feel. I need to know what the difference between an emotion and a thought is, I think. These are the times where I really think I need therapy, but then I get over it and I'm and I'm and I feel better and then I'm like, "Oh, see, I handled that. I don't need therapy." I mean, if I could afford it, I would get it, but I cannot afford it. So. And yeah. I still haven't done the affirmations. I'm sorry. (laughs) I might just break this up into three. See how that goes. Okay, bye.